never saw it coming. One second, he was peacefully perched in the cage, and the next, he was sucked in, washed up, and blown over. The problems began when Chippy's owner decided to clean Chippy's cage with a vacuum cleaner. She removed the attachment from the end of the hose and stuck it in the cage. The phone rang and she turned to pick it up. She'd barely said hello when Chippy got sucked in. The bird owner gasped, put down the phone, turned off the vacuum cleaner and opened the bag. There was Chippy, still alive but stunned. Since the bird was covered with dust and and soot, she grabbed him and raced to the bathroom. She turned on the tap and held Chippy under the running water. And then, realising that Chippy was soaked and shivering, she did what any compassionate bird owner would do. She reached for the hairdryer and blasted the pet with hot air. Poor Chippy never knew what hit him. A few days after the trauma, the reporter who'd initially written about the event contacted Chippy's owner to see how the bird was recovering. Well, she said, Chippy doesn't sing much anymore. He just sits and stares. (laughs) And it's not hard to see why, is it? Well, just like Chippy the parakeet, we too face battles in life. Thinking back, you may be able to recall a storm in your life and relate to poor old Chippy. Or maybe today you feel like you've been sucked in, washed up and blown over. I suspect that all of us at some point in our lives have felt like that. Our dreams have been dashed, our spirits have been shattered and our world has been turned upside down. One minute we were singing away, the next we had been blown over by one of life's many storms. Well, life storms might look a little differently, different to each, for each of us. You may have had a stressful few weeks and experienced some weird rain and wind. Perhaps you've missed a deadline resulting in some considerable implications. Or perhaps a full-blown storm with wind, hail, lightning and thunder. Losing your job, serious illness, a loss of independence, an accident, family breakups, death, loneliness, catastrophes and other hardships just to mention a few. Although the cause and ferocity of the storm may be different, its effect is the same, isn't it? It rocks the individual and they struggle to move forward in life as they try to hold all of the pieces together. The point here is that we have all faced storms in life and we will continue to do so. Nobody escapes them but how we weather the storm is what is important. So to stand firm in the storms, Jesus tells us that we need a strong foundation. So why exactly are foundations so important? 
Strong buildings have firm foundations. They are built exactly to the master architect's specifications. If a building is to be safe, useful, sturdy, permanent, <laughs> not like the one we saw earlier, its support must come from a solid base. The more solid the foundation, the less likely the building is to suffer from the storms, earthquakes, and settling of earth with the passage of time. Since this is a fact that every good builder understands, Jesus uses it to teach us some divine truth. To stand firm in life's storms, we need a strong foundation. So Jesus tells this story of the wise and the foolish builder. The wise man built his house on the rock and Jesus emphasises the strong foundation that has been formed. In verse 24, it says, Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rains came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. So what the builder does is nothing exceptional. It's just good practice. When the rains came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house, it withstood the calamity because it was supported by that solid rock. This leads me to think of the opera house. It's considered a masterpiece of late modern architecture, admired internationally and proudly treasured by Australians. It is one of the architectural wonders of the world with its design and construction involving countless innovative design areas and construction techniques. Yet, without that firm foundation, the Opera House would be nothing and would not have received the accolades that it has to this day. So this brings us to the foolish man who of course built his house on the sand. Verse 26 says, But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rains came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. He neglected to give it a firm foundation, didn't he? Perhaps he failed to dig down deep enough. Maybe he chose the wrong materials or was just too lazy and looking for the easy way out. However, this time when the storm came huffing and puffing and trying to blow that house down, it did. It collapsed in total ruin. You know, the leaning tower of Pisa, although it hasn't completely fallen down yet, is famous for all the wrong reasons. Its poorly laid foundation has not only sunken, but it shifted direction. Intended to stand vertically, the tower began leaning soon after construction started in 1173, and the top of the tower is now 3.9 metres from where it would stand if it was vertical. That's a pretty big distance, isn't it? 
And again, this illustrates the point. To stand firm in life storms, we need a solid foundation. You know, life throws all sorts of stuff at us. And like the old saying, when it rains, it pours. Exactly right. Problems often seem to come all at once. If you're not secure on the rock, the flood of problems may overflow and wash you away. Only an unshakable faith in God will keep you going. The wise man, he dug deep through the shifting sands, through the slippery, miry clay, and he laid his foundation upon a rock. Our rock is Jesus Christ. We must dig through all the attitudes of self-indulgence, the doubts and fears natural to humankind and the false doctrines of men, all of which are shifting sands and treacherous clay. By faith, we dig down to our rock. When we lay our foundations on Jesus, his commandments, his teaching, his promises, we are on the sure foundation. Remember what it says in verse 24. Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. To stand firm in life's storms, our strong foundation is Jesus Christ. All right, so we know that we need a strong foundation to keep us firm, but how do we build one? We build a strong foundation by putting Jesus' words into practice. Today, the primary source of Jesus' teaching is, of course, the Bible. It's the instruction book for life that Jesus has left us with. But it's not just good enough that it sits on a shelf somewhere. We want to hear it and understand what God taught, what Jesus has taught. We need to open it and read it. The Bible teaches us about almost every situation we could come across in life. In fact, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus covers things like keys to happiness, maintaining personal relationships, avoiding committing wrongdoings, dealing with financial difficulties, acting justly, helping our neighbours, stopping worrying, and much more. There is some great stuff in there. So here's the thing. It's not just good enough to listen and hear advice, but for it to be valuable, we've actually got to put it into practice, don't we? So let's watch this little video. When I was a kid, we used to play this game called Simon Says. Right? Most of us have played that, unless you're really young, because there's no app for it. If Simon Says is... Uh, you know, you just, Simon says, pat your head, you know, so, okay, you know, Simon said it. Um, it's just, it was a very simple game, but it's so weird how in the church, Jesus says is a totally different game. If Jesus says something, you don't have to do it, you just have to memorize it. You, 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 you study it, you memorize it. You guys, it, it doesn't make any sense. A lot of the things we do, 
When he tells us to go out and make disciples, and how many people in our churches are actually making disciples? They memorized it. You know, when I tell my daughter, hey, hey, Rach, go clean your room. She doesn't come back to me two hours later and go, I memorized what you said. You said, Rach, go clean your room. I can say it in Greek. My friends are going to come over and we're going to have a study on what it would look like if I cleaned my room. (laughs) She knows better than that. And so why do we think we're going to come before the judge one day and quote everything that he said and talk about how much we know? It's It's just this black and white stuff. If I just started with Scripture, I'd go, here's what I would do. I would start making disciples. So the wise builder acts upon the directions given to him by the, or her <laughs> by the master architect, knowing that the architect has determined the requirements and the limitations of the building and knows the strengths and the weaknesses of the material to be used. That is us. We are the building. Jesus knows us. He is the master architect. He knows our potential. He knows our limitations. He knows our strengths and our weaknesses. He knows what we're made of. He knows what makes us tick. And Jesus knew what foundation we would need. So, if we are to be like the wise man who built his house on the rock, then we need to act upon the words and teaching of Jesus in the Bible. Some of you may have heard of Nick Vujicic. He is a great example of a man with a solid foundation. If you're looking at just his face, he looks quite normal. But actually, Nick was born with no arms and no legs. Nick has faced and endured some, many of life's storms. Through his early years of school, he often felt rejected, weird, bullied because of his physical differences. He describes times when he felt so low that he wouldn't go to school in order to avoid the negative attention. Things that are so simple for you and I, like getting dressed, of eating breakfast, brushing our teeth, they were a huge effort for Nick and required extra help. Nick, in fact, felt so beaten and battered by the storms of life that he wanted to end his life. But fortunately, Nick knows Jesus as his Lord and Saviour. And Nick allowed Jesus to prepare his heart and to teach him how to rely on Jesus and believe in his promises. And Nick was obedient. He put Jesus' words into practice. Nick testifies that his firm foundation in Jesus has helped him to survive life's many storms. It has turned his struggles into something that glorifies God and blesses others. He states, God has given me the strength to surmount what others might call impossible. Today, Nick is totally independent, having found ways to take care of himself, even shaving and combing his hair. I mean, can you imagine? He's completed a bachelor's degree in both accounting and financial planning. 
He's traveled to over 19 nations as an inspirational speaker, and his number one passion is for souls. It's amazing, isn't it? So Port Macquarie Salvos, we want to be people who build our foundation on Jesus Christ, on his word. As we look to the future, one thing we know is that we need a solid foundation. But just like Nick decided to build his foundation on Jesus, we too have to make that decision. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Pete and I did uh, a soap together. Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And uh, at the time, I said that the particular scripture that stood out to me was when Jesus is asking Peter, who do you say, say I am? I was really challenged by that. Who do you say I am? Actually, who do I say that Jesus is? With my words and with my actions. Who, who do my actions show I believe in? And so, standing right here, I committed that day to every day at 7pm, asking myself, have I lived today like Jesus is my Messiah? Well, I've got to tell you, some days that alarm went off my, on my phone and it was just the wrong timing. I was putting the kids to bed or something else and I just didn't do it. I forgot that day. I planned to, but I forgot that day. But other days, I did do it. There were some days I could see spots in my life and I was like, actually, God was totally at work in that space. He was my Messiah in that space. And then there was other moments where in reflecting, I could see, actually, I was my own Messiah in that space. I took control in that and I didn't allow God into that space. But it's a great example, I think, of how we need to hear the word of God and apply it in our lives. And that's one of the reasons we love soap. It's not just information, it's application. It changes us. So I want to ask you now to take a moment and just to shut your eyes as I read some scripture over you. If we're going to advance God's kingdom, if we're going to see our children, our grandchildren, our family, our friends find Jesus, if we're going to see our community set free from the bondages that hold us captive, if we're going to bear much fruit, our foundation must be Jesus. He is a strong foundation of our lives. Psalm 107 says, Yet when they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, the Lord brought them out of their distress. He, called the, he calmed the storm and its waves quieted down. So they rejoiced that the waves became quiet and he led them to their desired haven.
or Nahum. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. Exodus. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. From Psalms, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. From Joshua, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. James, count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Last one. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. So let that just speak to your heart, to your life, and consider how will your life be different this week because of it? Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are a firm foundation, that you are trustworthy that you are faithful, that you are our ever-present help in time of trouble. And Lord, it's easy to compare something like the Opera House and the Tower of Pisa 
and to see how a firm foundation really does make a difference. But God, as Port Macquarie Salvation Army, we want our foundation to be you. You are the solid rock that holds us firm, no matter what we face. So Lord, I pray for everyone who is currently feeling like they have been in the middle of a storm, blown and battered and beaten. And Lord, I pray that you will help them to continue to stand strong, to stand firm, that you would protect them and that you would make a path forward for them in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that we too would be a people of peace in a sense, that can reach out to those people around us and that we can offer some hope, some joy, peace, not because of who we are, but because of who you are. So Lord, this week, as we go about our week, we pray, have your way in Jesus' name. May we live like you are our solid foundation. And may other people see it too. And all God's people said, Amen.